live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harold. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Sometimes we have to do jobs that we are called to do. And so, my colleagues, I rise to nominate the most talented, hardest-working member of the Republican conference who just gave a speech with more vision than we have ever heard from the alternative. I'm nominating Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan is humble, perhaps today humble to a fault, Maybe the right person for the job of Speaker of the House isn't someone who wants it so bad. Maybe the right person for the job of Speaker of the House isn't someone who has sold shares of themselves for more than a decade to get it. Amen. Amen. Maybe Jim Jordan is the right person for Speaker of the House because he is not beholden to the lobbyists and special interests who have corrupted this place and corrupted this nation under the leadership of both Republicans and Democrats. Maybe Jim Jordan would be the right person for Speaker of the House because he wouldn't fight us when we try to get a term limits bill on the floor. Look at Kevin smiling. Maybe Jim Jordan would be the right person because he wouldn't fight us when we try to put a balanced budget on the floor and vote for it. And maybe Jim Jordan is the right person because he would endorse the plan that was built by the Texas delegation to finally secure our border. Mr. Jordan said in his nomination that there are certain bills that we have to pass to fix the problem. The challenge is the alternative has been someone voting for the very bills that have caused these problems. Mr. Jordan says that we cannot accept legislation like the omnibus, and I fully agree, and if Jim Jordan were Speaker of the House, if he were the leader of the Republican team, we wouldn't have that circumstance choking the economy of our country, increasing inflation, and diminishing the prospects of a better life for our fellow Americans. And finally, Mr. Jordan said we must engage in rigorous oversight. Every one of my Republican colleagues knows that the person who can lead that oversight effort, who works on it every day, who has the skill and the talent and the will is Jim Jordan. I'm nominating him and I'm voting for him. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, before we get into all of this, because I see so many people in the chat that are just so uninformed or just completely wrong on what could be the outcome or what the process even is. So before we even get into all that, because it is going to be a saucy, firebrand, inspiring, encouraging show. So I definitely, definitely recommend that you've got your coffee and that you've got your wits about you because I am about to lay it down exactly what's going on in the swamp right now and exactly what we need to be focused on. First of all, let me just say, 
You are locked and loaded. Right here on LFA TV Live from America, I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, a Christian soldier, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State, and it is a blessing and an honor to be here with you, fighting alongside you, and helping inform you on the truth that's going on in America, not the crap. That's what this show is all about. That's what this network is all about. Cutting through the crap, okay? First of all, let me just say this. Matt Gates showed more leadership in that two-minute and 20-second speech than Kevin McCarthy has shown his entire life. Let me just say that. Let me go on and then say that it's not about Jim Jordan wanting it or not wanting it. It's not about Jim Jordan winning or not winning. And there is no possible way that Hakeem Jeffries can win. So first of all, this this whole notion that Hakeem Jeffries or Nancy Pelosi or anybody else in the world gets to magically pick a Speaker of the House because we're having an identity crisis right now and holding out for good to defeat evil, that is flat out wrong. Hakeem Jeffries cannot and will not be the Speaker of the House. They already lost that. Get that out of the way. Second of all, it is not about Jim Jordan winning or losing. It's not about Andy Biggs winning or losing. It's not about if somebody nominated Lee Zeldin or if somebody nominated Matt Gates about them winning or losing. It is only about Kevin McCarthy losing. That's it. We are going to get a Republican Speaker of the House, period. We will not have a Democrat Speaker of the House. So stop letting people tell you that. It's not going to happen. And at this point, the only way that Kevin McCarthy wins Speaker of the House is if he goes in between the third and the fourth vote or the fourth and the fifth vote or the fifth and the sixth vote or the sixth and the seventh vote. You get where I'm going with this, right? And gets Democrats to come and vote with him. And I'll tell you this right now, I would not put it past him. I agree that if he does not get this speakership, this is Kevin McCarthy's last hoorah. He is going to fight like a rat in a corner, and he will do anything that he can to get that speakership position. And if that means going and getting uh, four, five, six Democrats to vote for him, then guess what? He will do that. That's what I personally think. However, that would be the end of him. That would be the end of his legacy. And that might be the end of the Republican Party as we know it, which would make room for MAGA. So whatever. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McCarthy is burnt toast. Now, all of these people going, well, if he doesn't get it, what is going to happen? Can I just explain to you quickly how this works? This has not happened in 100 years. Okay? There is no time limit on this. A hundred years ago, they went over 50 days without a Speaker of the House. What we risk is no investigations can be done and nobody can be fired without a Speaker of the House. That is what we risk. And guess what? If 15 days to slow the spread was 2,000 days ago, well, then I can withstand a few weeks of figuring out who the real speaker and the real leader of this party. And let's not forget the third in line to the presidency when we have impeachment on the table for the two that are ahead of that third person. 
understand how this works. This will just keep going on and on and on, and we won't get anything done, but guess what? That means that nothing gets done, not the Biden agenda, nothing come from the, nothing coming from the Senate, nothing. That is it, zip, zero, zilch. And I would rather have absolutely nothing getting done than moving forward with this Biden agenda or moving forward with a Kevin McCarthy agenda. Now, yet the other part that, that, that does suck is that nobody gets sworn in either. Nobody gets sworn in either. So that would mean a dead, one of our three branches of government would just be sitting there dead in the water, DOA, until we got a speaker. I'm okay with that. You may not be. I am. It's about time we stand up. It is about time that we finally stand in the gap and say, oh, you know what? How many times, let me ask you this. If you are not for what is going on right now with us literally getting rid of these rhinos once and for all, if you're not for this, have you ever been for shutting down the government? When the government budget comes around and you go, I I just wish that would shut down. If you've ever been for shutting down the government, this is the same thing right here. This is the same thing right here. Take a stand. If you've been for shutting down the government and not funding pork projects and lobbyists and making more uh, politicians rich, then this is your ultimate stand right here. Yes, I heard Marjorie Taylor Greene on War Room today, and I cannot believe she is doing this to herself. She cut off herself at her own leg. She's cut her both her feet off. What a stupid move. And what a stupid move to fearmonger and tell everybody how dumb they are for being never McCarthy. Um, I can actually show you proof about how bad Kevin McCarthy is, and we're going to do it on this show. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, there will be no Democrat Speaker of the House, and this will just go on until we figure somebody out. Sooner or later, somebody's going to cave, and guess what? The votes are not adding up in Kevin McCarthy's way. As a matter of fact, every vote, they're going down. So it is time to dig our heels in, and it is time to take a stand. It's either MAGA or nothing. This is it for us, folks. If we allow Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker of this House, it is going to be, like I said yesterday, infinitely harder to get where we need to go. And that is where we are. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to say thank you to some people who actually make this show go round, and that is the LFA family. I'd like to give a big shout-out to Tim Muletti, who donated a one-time $30 donation on JeremyHarrell.com. Angela Wozni. Also, donated $25 one-time donation. JeremyHarrell.com. The rest of these are monthly donors. Helen Woodard, God bless you. Ruckacorn Cole, God bless you. Christine Shepard, Deborah Swift, Cheryl Williams, Cynthia Walker. Thank you all so very much. You guys are the lifeblood of this show. Powered by the people is LFA TV. Thomas Schaefer, Melanie Gavel, George Santaw. Lee St. Philip, Karen Powers, Dana Christensen, Leisha Wyatt, Betty Stewart, and Margie Letta. Thank you all for being part of such a large family that has a network truly powered by the people and not the politicians. Amen. Somebody please step up and take the job, not Kevin. Amen. Somebody will. Somebody will. I will be Speaker of the House, says Sissy. Amen. 
Uh, big shout out. Kathy from Boston is watching. Let's uh, let's quickly pull up the Rumble chat and then we'll get right to the Lord. We got a lot going on. I'm going to be popping in and out of the live uh, vote, the speakership. We're going in, I, I believe, to the fourth round. So big shout out here. Everybody watching. Thank you for the positive words. Mima. God bless you. Tori is in the building. Kong is here. MTG has gotten too big for her britches. Amen. Roku not working. Sorry to hear that. Thomas Schaefer. How you doing, brother? That's Tom S1964. Thank you very much for being a monthly donor. I'd rather have government shutdown. So would I. MTG threw Matt Gates and Chip Roy under the bus. Yes, she did. She's acting like a petulant uh, child all over TV today. Long time since I got a shout out, says Michael. How you doing, Michael? Good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Uh, Miranda Dolan, thank you to the wonderful donors. Amen. Somebody needs to nominate Trump. Well, here's how this works, folks. As long as somebody that was nominated in the previous round gets more votes in the current round, they are automatically in that round again. So this will just go back again and they will vote for Jim Jordan again. If Jim Jordan now doesn't get more than he got the last round, then somebody can nominate somebody else the next round. And this will keep going. This will keep going. Hasn't MTG bashed Kevin McCarthy the last two years? Not so much the last year, but the year before that, definitely. Definitely. Prayers for me, please, Larry Reha. Yes, Larry, I actually said prayers for you earlier, and I will say them for you again. I love you, brother. MAGA is going to hold out for votes for McCarthy until he agrees for what they want. Well, speaking of that, we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. We've got over 4,000 people watching. If you're just joining in, we're going to go to the Lord. We're going to make sure that we bless this podcast and we'll bless this network, and then we're going to move right in to talking about what is going on in the swamp and showing you live updates of what's going on there January 3rd. My peace is a soft, soothing pillow for your weary head. Kind of weird to say that after we were just all amped up, huh? But we have to know where we get our rest, and it's that heavenly well, okay? Pry your mind away from plans and problems so you can rest in my healing presence. If anxious thoughts try to intrude, give them over to me with thanksgiving. You have a helper who is indefinitely powerful, tenderly loving, and wise beyond all understanding. From Exodus 33, 14, And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. That's where we get our heavenly rest. That's why we're always so positive and upbeat here on LFA TV, folks. And also from Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Anything. Not even what we're talking about tonight, folks. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And before you turn out the light, instead of pondering your problems, renew your mind with my precious, freeing truths. This is the only way to fight, folks. This is the only way to be a Christian soldier, is to be able to have the energy when you need it and getting it from where you need it. Yes, I understand Roku and Fire Stick are not working, folks. Again, that's beyond our control. At least you're here, and at least uh, you'll be able to watch the show. All right, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, the LFA family says, Amen.
Exactly. All right, folks, it's Big Bang MAGA time. Who's ready? I'm ready. You're ready. Let's lift up our cups and let's have our first slurp of the evening. Here we go. We've got 4,200 people watching, ladies and gentlemen. If you're new here, please subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much. Rumble this video. Share it out. It's about to go down. Kevin McCarthy lost his first round. Kevin McCarthy lost his second round. Kevin McCarthy lost his third round. Let's go to a live picture right now, uh, courtesy of RSBN. Thank you, RSBN. Give a big shout out to everybody over there, Brian, Glenn, and everybody working so hard over at RSBN. Right there that you see that uh, curly-headed creature right there, that's Debbie Washerman Schultz. I know her personally, and I know her very, very well. When I used to work at a distillery, I used to sell her copious amounts of vodka in Vermont when she was on family trip. Just go and uh, figure out how that conversation must have went. Um, so we're going to be doing some live looks in on this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but, uh, right now they're in between votes. Uh, as you can see there, you've got the, uh, the penguin, Jerry Nadler, probably, uh, sharding as we speak. And, uh, you know, we've got some strong people in there, but we've got mainly weak and woke people in that room. And yes, that means on both sides. So a big shout out again to RSBN for bringing that coverage. But yes, Kevin McCarthy, not once a loser, not twice a loser, but right now, three times a loser, baby. Let's cue that music. As always, Kevin, you are a loser. I'm a loser. Oh, man, you're a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Oh, but he is what he appears to be, ladies and gentlemen. He is what he appears to be. Do not get that twisted. He is very much what he appears to be. And I actually have a little bit of uh, proof. Let's go to this side-by-side. Bring it up next to me. Here we go. Big shout out to Ultra Maga Party. Let's go. Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, I think Kevin, look, I think we all believe that Kevin is the right person to when, be the next when it's Paul like, Ryan. Yeah, we all think that Kevin is the right person. Say we all. Are you speaking? We are our leadership team, I'm saying. You have been living with pollster and corporate consultant Frank Luntz. What's up with that? <laughs> I didn't know how this was controversial. We came together as a team in 2015. We put together an agenda. We are executing that agenda. We're getting it done. You're heard on that audio saying that you've, quote, had enough with President Trump and that you would tell him to his face, it would be your belief that he should resign. Do you still stand by those comments? Look, I never told the president to resign. It was a conversation that we had about scenarios going forward. Did you lie? No! We all should stand united in condemning the mob together. Together. Most Americans want neither inaction nor retribution. They want bipartisan justice. Bipartisan justice. This is the same Kevin McCarthy who said that I was a danger to others because I verbally criticized Liz Cheney. This is the same Kevin McCarthy who spent tens of millions of dollars in primaries against America First candidates. Kevin McCarthy is still supporting five of the ten GOP impeachment voters. He wants to wear MAGA like a bumper sticker to use it to drive funds and fundraising. He will enable people like Jamie Herrera Butler to put up roadblocks to prevent the GOP from actually having to do things. He does the bidding of big tech, big farm and the defense contractors. I think we would have clearly have won the Senate had we had um, traditional Republicans in the general election. We've got an elected speaker, and there isn't anybody better uh, suited to running this conference than Kevin McCarthy. But I don't think anybody is questioning the legitimacy of the presidential election. I still consider Stinney Hoyer a very good friend. There's times I get upset. I'll call him at home. That's the way we should handle things. Donald Trump is not in the White House anymore to overtalk Kevin McCarthy and to overtalk Mitch McConnell. 
These are the guys who step to the microphone every day after Democratic leaders go to the microphone to yeah. rebut what they're saying, and Americans cannot stand that. I thought President Zelensky was very powerful, as many of you watched. He made the case very strongly. I believe there was a bipartisan support. I think that room's united to defend and help um, Ukraine. So we'll never use impeachment for political purposes. I mean, it wouldn't matter if it's a Republican or Democrat. We're better than all that. The president called you on the phone. How'd that go? You know, it was kind of short. He congratulated me. He just wanted to call me, congratulate from that point, talk about where we can work together. Look, I said, I will work with anybody. The country knows Nancy Pelosi as an experienced leader with three decades of service in Congress, a fighter for her causes, and a true trailblazer. I extend my hand of friendship to every member of this body. And to the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, I extend to you this gavel. Leader McCarthy, I look forward to working with you in a bipartisan way. Do you have a preference, Kevin McCarthy? Yeah, All right, ladies Kevin, and gentlemen, look, there you go. Do I need to show you anything else? Do I need to show you anything else? Does that change your mind? If you are, if you're one of those Republicans, I'm sure there are plenty that are watching right now. If you're one of those Republicans that are saying, would you just cut it out, Jeremy? Would you just rally around? And would you just unite? The Democrats are laughing at us. No, they're not. No, they're not. The Democrats are absolutely crapping their pants right now. I don't know if you watched this today. I had it on in the background, and I would watch it as I could as I was getting ready for tonight's show and, you know, trying to run a business and trying to help save this country. And I got to watch these losers, these Democrats, all stand up and cheer. And, you know, when they call your name for the third round, you don't have to say, I am so-and-so, the first black representative out of the 32nd district of New York City, and I stand behind Hakeem Jeffries. Hey, moron, nobody cares uh, about your stupid, worthless, ridiculous, immature, and dumb virtue signaling. Just shut up and search and just shout a name. Hakeem Jeffries, there you go. Nice grandstanding moron. And you know who the other morons are? The Republicans who did it back. And they all just sat there and they all just laughed at each other. Ha ha, ha ha, ha Oh yeah, everything's so funny, isn't it? No, the Democrats are only doing that because it's on TV. They want to show the world we're united and the Republicans are not. They're having an identity crisis as if that's a bad thing. You're dang right we're having an identity crisis. It is Big Bang MAGA time. It is not time to be crumbling and crying and backing down and putting your tail between your legs under the words of be bipartisan. It's time to come together. No, it is time to dig in and fight. Period. Period. And that is why I say this is now our party and not Trump's party. Trump might be the leader of the party, but the party belongs to we the people. And that's exactly what he wanted to have happen. Remember when he left the tarmac in 2020? or early 2021, and he said, I'll be back, and I want you guys to do this while I'm gone, this while I'm gone. Do not be anxious. Do not fear. We're going to come back, and I'm going to be back, and you guys are going to be more equipped. You guys are going to be more knowledgeable. We're all going to come back together. And then when he announced his uh, presidency just not too long ago at Mar-a-Lago, he said, this is not my campaign. This is our campaign. So we are speaking as if this is our campaign. Now, somebody asked me in the, in the comment section, who do you want as speaker? Any single Republican outside of 
McCarthy, who's actually running. I'm not saying any Republican. I'm talking about any Republican whose name is in the bid, who's waiting in line, who has been nominated. Okay, so for all those joining in, it's not going to be a Democrat. Hakeem Jeffries has no possible way to be the Speaker of the House. Do not be fear mongered into believing that. And as far as how the speakership works, we just keep going. There is no law. There is no rule that says there is a timeline. We keep going until we pick one. Let's see who breaks first. Let's see who breaks first. How about that? How about that? Now, Lauren Boebert, actually, I want to show this. Uh, Lauren Boebert, hold on. Lauren Boebert actually exposes Kevin McCarthy's real agenda right here. One of her uh, agendas was term limits. Who doesn't want term limits? Can I ask that question? Who doesn't want term limits? I think everybody in their right mind who's watching this show would say, yes, 100% we need term limits because term limits will cut into corruption so badly that nobody will even go to politics to be corrupt. And we'll finally get public officials, public servants, rather than politicians. A hundred percent. I bet you if I go to the chat right now, it is going to be lit up with yes term limits. What do you want to bet? Let's go there right now. Here we go. Here we go. Of course, we see Jim Jordan. We see people like Matt Gates. Yes, I would be in for all of them. I'd be in for all of them. LFA producer in there with the 1,040 rumbles. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we hit a record of live rumbles today. Let's keep that going. Let's see. Term limits. Term limits. Evie said she doesn't want term limits. Maybe. Maybe that's not what she, maybe that's what she's saying. We need term limits. I wish we could vote. Term limits. Me, me, me. I want them. Term limits. Term limits. Yes. Look at that. So why wouldn't you want term limits? Well, one of the deals that Lauren Boebert had wanted from Kevin McCarthy is that he puts on the floor a vote for term limits to finally move them forward. After all, this is an agenda of 45 of President Donald J. Trump, is it not? Did he not talk about term limits and ripping the swamp from shred to shred until there's nothing left of it? I mean, look, folks, look at the term limits. Look at everybody. There's 5,000 people chiming in in here. Are you kidding me? These are Americans. I'm not telling them what to say. Trust me, if the LFA family is against me, they will tell me. This isn't a follow blindly, uh, you know, audience here. There you go. Term limits like crazy. I don't even have to tell you. You can read that for yourself. So, I, like I said, I think Lauren Boebert actually uh, exposed a massive um, part of Kevin McCarthy's agenda here. And let's go to this video from her Instagram page that she posted, I think, after the first vote today. Let's go now. The deal was rejected. And as it stands, I will not be voting for Kevin McCarthy. So there's two here. Oh, you made the deal. The deal was rejected. And as it stands, I will not be voting for Kevin McCarthy. So there's two here. She's talking about. She's talking about. She's not only talking about term limits. There was other things in her deal, but that was the big one. Term limits. At least put a vote to put a bill forward with term limits. Kevin McCarthy doesn't want to do it. Well, why not? Isn't that part of Donald Trump's agenda, Kevin? Isn't Donald Trump pushing for you to be Speaker of the House? And, and, and if Donald Trump is pushing you for you to be Speaker of the House, and he's saying, let's give you a shot based on your uh, him saying jump and you saying how high partnership, well, then why wouldn't you be for term limits? He shot them down. He shot them down. So again, do you need any more proof than to be a cheerleader for the holdout team? I'm cheerleading for the holdout team. We got 4,500 people in here. How many people are cheerleading for the holdout team? Folks, this is, this is serious stuff. 
right now, I'd like to go, if I could, to uh, another video from Lauren Boebert that she put on her social media. She said, we're finally taking the people's house back, taking it to, uh, turning it from Pelosi's house to the people's house. And she posted this on her Instagram as well. This is them removing the stupid metal detectors. And now Lauren Boebert's all excited because she can be armed in Congress again, which you should be anywhere in America if you want to be. Check this out. When I arrived in Congress two years ago, Nancy Pelosi put this hunk of garbage outside of the House chambers Guys, for members of Congress to go through. Today, they are being removed, and we are turning Pelosi's house back into the people's house. Congress. There you go. Today, we're turning Pelosi's house back into the people's house. We are getting uh, Lauren Boeber and Matt Gates on this show very soon, ladies and gentlemen. Bet that. And both of them, to me, have more integrity in the two of them than all members of Congress put together right now. At least all the ones who are just like, Marge, I got it. I, folks, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it publicly because she's a public figure and I'm a public figure. I publicly am very, very disappointed and publicly disavow everything that Marjorie Taylor Greene has said about the speakership. I can't disavow everything she's done. She's been one of the only people fighting for the January 6th Gulag prisoners. She's been one of the only people fighting for a lot of things. You gotta give credit where credit is due, but when we're talking about the rubber meets the road and you can't stand up for America in the face of everything that I just showed you alone, folks, everything that I just showed you alone is enough. I've been showing you things for weeks, months, into the years. Mike Crispy, unafraid, my colleague here on LFA TV, I like saying that. He's been telling you. And he's got more inside sources in the house than I do. He ran for Congress. Folks, the new Republican Party is not here to play games. We are not here to roll over and have our belly scratched as usual. We are not here to do business as usual. Let me, um, let me quote, if I may, from one of my favorite UFC fighters of all time, Conor McGregor, by saying, we're not here to take part. We're here to take over. And I've been warning, I've been looking in this camera, haven't I? How many years now, two years straight, have I been looking into this camera, dead in this camera to you in your living rooms or in your, on your mobile devices, maybe at work, wherever, and saying to you, we're coming for you. Just know that. And where this ends up, you're not going to like it. And look at it now. Look where we're at right now, fighting like this in the House of Representatives in order to fight. Who has control of this party? We're going to find out. We're going to find out whose, whose side God is on too. Because it's all about the message, ladies and gentlemen. And if, and I say if Kevin McCarthy does end up pulling this out by the skin of his teeth, maybe by going and get Democrat help, will at least have showed the world and both parties, we are not here to take part. We're here to take over. And we are not going to let you get away with anything any longer. That's where we are. That is where we are. We are not here to take part. We are here to take over. Amen? Speaking of taking over, ladies and gentlemen, have you taken over your health and gotten your jar of field of greens yet? I hope you have. And again, I tell you this every time. You don't have to take my word for it anymore. I was the guinea pig of field of greens. I've lost over 50 pounds since drinking Field of Greens. Everything about my life is better since taking Field of Greens. My focus is even better. My relationship with God is even better. After all, it is fruits and vegetables that God wanted you to intake in the beginning anyway. Maybe we're just getting back to basics with Field of Greens. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, 
You can go to Field of Greens right now. Use the promo code LFA. If it's your first shipment ever, you will get 15% off if you like it. If it does wonders for you in the first month and you want to do another one, then sign up for a monthly recurring order and you'll get that same 15% every, every month. McCarthy just lost 13 votes, lost third vote. Uh, Jim Jordan gained 20. Yeah, that was in the last one. Amen. Yep. So uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, join us here on LFA TV and getting healthier. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code LFA. A, it ain't no joke. Anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. They set, we're, we're going to, let's see if we can go back live. Let's go back live, courtesy of RSBN, uh, to the swamp right now. Oh, that live stream is ended. Okay, so that means that it's, it's, it's done for a bit. All right, so that live stream ended, so we're not going back to it right now anyway. Let's go on and let's move on. They set the precedent of releasing Donald Trump's tax returns, didn't they? We warned them, didn't we? We said, everything that you're doing for us, we are going to do to you. Every single thing. They released Donald J. Trump's tax returns last week for no constitutional and no legal reason. Just to do it. Just because they wanted to show the world what he uses to avoid paying the government taxes so they can uh, send it to uh, Vladimir Zelensky over in the Ukraine. Right? So I think it's time to get everybody's taxes. I want Nancy Pelosi's taxes. I want Chuck Schumer's taxes. I want Adam Kinzinger's taxes. I want Mitch McConnell's taxes. I want Kevin McCarthy's taxes. But you know whose taxes I really want since we have this new precedent of we can release uh, taxes? If we can release a president's taxes and he's not even shielded from it, then sure, then we are sure that somebody like Liz Cheney is not shielded from it. Am I correct? Tomorrow at noon? Okay, so we're recessing until tomorrow at noon. Good. So that means we don't have to go back to that until tomorrow. So right now, Kevin is known as a three times lo- a three time loser, folks. Once, twice, three times a loser. You are a loser, Kevin. So I want to talk about Liz Cheney because if a sitting president is not shielded and cannot be shielded from having his tax returns released when there's no laws that's been broken whatsoever, then we're going to get to the bottom of this and we are going to pressure our new Republican House of Representatives to get Liz Cheney's tax returns. Why? Why am I so focused on Liz Cheney's? Well, I'm focused on Liz's about as much as I'm focused on Nancy Pelosi's. Again, we speak something in the air, and two years later, it happens. So let's speak this in the air. Biden's taxes, too. Liz Cheney increased her wealth. We, I actually covered this about 120 days ago, if you remember. Liz Cheney increased her wealth by $36 million after serving just 6.5 years in Congress. That's about $6 million a year. Now, how do you get $6 million a year when you have no best-selling book, nobody cares about you, you're the worst person on planet Earth, and you only got a salary of $174,000 a year as a member of Congress? How is that possible? Liz Cheney, who, by the way, is no longer in D.C. in an elected official capacity whatsoever. Maybe she scurried home to Wyoming. I'm not sure. But I do know that she entered Congress in 2017. Just two years later, Speaker Ryan, Paul Ryan, who you saw in the beginning pawning all over Kevin McCarthy like they were boyfriends, elevated her to the chair of the House of the Republican Conference. How is that? How did she get elevated to that position so quickly when she's clearly a numbnuts? Ryan did this knowing that she detested Donald Trump as much as he did. That's why he did it. In 2018... Liz Cheney's net worth 
according to um, Open Secrets, who actually, you know, track this stuff of, of, of public officials, was nearly $15 million. Cheney reportedly was worth $7 million in 2017. So that means that she got more than double. $8 million. She was only worth $7 million. Now she was worth $8 million more in one year. How is that possible? Where'd that money come from? I want to know. I want to know now. Today, Liz Cheney is worth $44 million. What a haul, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, sounds to me a lot like a Ukraine. Huh? She will vacate her congressional seat completely by the end of today after becoming a very wealthy woman during her six years serving Wyoming. So my whole spiel with this is if you are going to be able to release a sitting president's tax returns for no legal or constitutional reason whatsoever just to do it, then by God, we are going to get Liz Cheney's tax returns and we're just going to work our way up. Every January 6th committee member is going to get their tax returns released. We're going to work our way up to Nancy Pelosi and we're ultimately going to work our way up with the help of the Hunter Biden laptop to Joe Biden and we're going to release his tax returns. Then guess what? We're going retroactive, baby. Mitt Romney, Barack Obama, George W. Bush. Why not? The precedent has been set. We're also going to raid your homes. We're going to do the same thing that you did. We're going to do all of that. Why? Because it's not about playing dirty and it's not about fighting fire with fire. It's about this is the only thing that we can do to get rid of the corruption once and for all. And you can bet that our side is not corrupt. We want term limits. We don't want lobbying. We don't want corporations to be able to donate somebody in the name of an individual. How can that be corrupt if we want those things? Clear your heads and think for a minute, folks. It's that simple. S.S. Hole says, sounds nice, but it won't happen. Why? Why won't it happen? Why? Did you not just see we took the House of Representatives and now we're standing in the way as Big Bang MAGA and we are going to prevent their, their uh, golden boy from becoming the Speaker of the House? Why won't it happen? We overturned Roe v. Wade, didn't we? Why won't it happen? We've been able to accomplish so much in two years while building an entire cancel culture free universe why won't it happen? Of course it will happen. It'll happen because I said it will happen. It'll happen because I said it will happen and then we will make it happen. I'm not saying we should grow wings and fly like angels. That would be impossible. What is possible? Taking control of your darn government and kicking out the corruption by exposing the corruption. Have we not done that for two years? Why can't we keep doing it? I think we can. I think we can. Just a thought. Crazy one, but it's just a thought. So I'm going to say this, as I said two years ago, that ended us up right here. We're coming for you. We're coming for your taxes. We're coming for all your secrets. We're going to expose everything you ever did. And when we get the Department of Justice, your ass is grass. How about that? That's where I am. That's where Big Bang MAGA is. Sounds to me like a heck of a lot more effective than even Ultra MAGA, doesn't it? Ultra MAGA is about rallying. Big Bang MAGA is about getting stuff done. It's that simple. Moving on. You know who doesn't get anything done? The Federal Bureau of Incompetence. That who, that's who doesn't get anything done. According to the law. Now they get, plenty of done, they get plenty of stuff done when they're planting evidence, manufacturing crimes, all of that. Correct? 
But let's go to the Federal Bureau of Incompetence right now because they still have not arrested one single person for the attacks on over 230 pro-life churches and pregnancy centers last year. Yet they're spending all of their money, all their time, and all their resources going after who? White nationalists? Trump-supporting Nazi supremacists? Oh, no! Domestic violent extremists that are going to the school boards and standing up against, I don't know, turning their child into a tranny racist weirdo? I don't know. But no, you can't make one darn arrest. In the wake of Roe v. Wade being overturned, pro-life centers were attacked by pro-abortion activists. Now, if anybody sat in front of an abortion clinic and said, I don't know, the Lord's Prayer, they were arrested. And they were charged with some kind of a domestic terrorist charge. But yet, these pro-abortion activists could go around burning buildings down. Nobody cared. Kind of reminds me of the Summer of Love. According to CatholicVote.org, there have been at least 78 attacks on pregnancy resource centers and offices of pro-life groups. Why can't we have attacks on NGOs offices, non-government organizations who, I don't know, fuel and fund the illegal invasion of our southern border? I bet if one, if one of those headquarters got attacked, every, they would get the, the whole army involved. At least 78 pregnancy resource centers and offices of pro-life groups have been attacked and vandalized since a draft Supreme Court opinion overturning Roe v. Wade was leaked in early May. Pro-abortion domestic attacks and terrorists have claimed responsibility and delivered on their promise of a summer of rage. The attacks have continued all the way into last fall. The pregnancy resource centers, which provide free medical and financial support to pregnant and new mothers, have been spray-painted, and pro-abortion and anarchist messages and symbols have been uh, applied to the walls, to the doors, to the sidewalks of those, of those uh, buildings. Several have been set on fire. Other pro-life groups which advocate for the right to life have also had their offices vandalized. And guess what? Not one attack. Not one arrest. Not one arrest, folks. Not one arrest in 230 attacks. You mean to tell me they can't find who did that? I doubt that very much. Again, why do you think we call them the Federal Bureau of Incompetence? Let's bring up the Rumble Chat real quick. $25 from 1776. Keep preaching the truth, Jeremy. Well, thank you. I will. God bless you. $50 donated for Eli through the Slurp Fund to keep him employed. Thank you. And $75 from Kalia. Thank you, LFA, for the help when my family really needed it. God bless. That's what we're here to do. That is what we're here to do. Folks, we are, uh, we are, going, we are approaching uh, $5,000 in the Slurp Fund. And once we get there, we are going to start um, bringing out uh, Slurp Fund recipients so that we can get the money to them as quick as possible. But we just had year-end um, you know, budgeting and all that to do as well. So we'll get back to doing that because we had $75,000 go out last year. Amen? SS Hole, so how's it going to change now? Same way we've been changing it for the last two years. I hope you've been here. If not, there's a ton of videos to go watch. If you don't feel like we're in a better place now than we were two years ago, I'm sorry you feel that way. But maybe this is the channel that you uh, should be watching more often because a lot more is happening than a lot of people think. I can tell you that. Big shout out to Scotty. Big shout out to Joey Poop Pants. Let's move forward, ladies and gentlemen. Another Twitter files drop just happened. And this is a very, very important Twitter files drop because it actually shows exactly how the Intel community got into Twitter so deep. 
And remember, Elon Musk said, you haven't seen anything yet. Donald Trump said, from what I hear, you haven't seen anything yet. A week after Elon Musk was seen in Qatar at the World Cup with uh, uh, Ivanka's husband there. Yeah, you know his name. Sorry, it's skipping right now in my head. But uh, Jared Kushner. Um, Jared Kushner was in Qatar with Elon Musk. A week later, Donald Trump says, I hear he's got some big things coming. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder how you heard that, bro. Anyway, let's get into this. Journalist Matt Taibbi uh, released more Twitter files today and showing exactly how Twitter let the Intel community in. And I love this because they're numbered. So let's go right through this. Please rumble the video if you have not. Share the video as we have almost 5,000 watching, but we have less than 1,300 rumbles. All right, number one, the Twitter files. How Twitter let the Intel community in. In August 2017, when Facebook decided to suspend 300 accounts with suspected Russian origin, Twitter wasn't worried. Its leaders were sure they didn't have Russian problems. We did not see a big correlation. No larger patterns. Facebook may have taken action on hundreds of accounts, and we may have taken action on only 25. Keep the focus on Facebook. Twitter was so sure that they had no Russian problems. Execs agreed the best PR strategy was to say nothing on record and quietly hurl reporters at Facebook. So this is how Twitter kept the eyes on Facebook about the whole Russia hoax while they had stuff going on right in there behind closed doors. Twitter is not the focus of the inquiry into Russian election meddling right now. The spotlight must be on Facebook, wrote the public policy vice president, Colin Crowell. In September 2017, after a cursory review, Twitter informed the Senate that it had suspended only 22 possible Russian accounts and 179 others with possible links to those accounts amid a large set of roughly 2,700 suspects manually examined. Receiving these meager results, a furious Senator Mark Warner of Virginia, ranking Democrat on the Intel Committee, held an immediate press conference to denounce Twitter's report as frankly inadequate at every level. Irony mused Crowell that day after Warner's presser, after receiving an e-circular from Warner's re-election campaign asking for $5 or whatever you can spare. LOL, replied General Counsel Sean Edgett. Keep producing material. After meeting with congressional leaders, Crowell wrote, Warner has political incentive to keep this issue at the top of the news. Maintain pressure on us and rest of the industry to keep producing material for them. So what happened was, through the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the Intel community said, hey, this is now a national security problem. We need access to everything in Twitter, everything in Facebook, and if you don't, then you might be investigated because you are um, kind of getting in the way of national security issues here. And they used this Russia hoax that we now know is 100% a hoax to literally take over Facebook and Twitter. However, let me preface that by saying there were already massive amounts of ex-FBI and ex-CIA officials working in Twitter and working in Facebook. 
So when I told you that these social media platforms were never designed to be what they were, MySpace was. MySpace was. But when these other companies started getting some traction and growing bigger and bigger and bigger, the federal government sent in employees to work for these companies so they could give them all the inner workings and basically build it how the federal government wanted it built. So when the time came for them to take over completely, Russia, 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 they did exactly that. Talk about scary stuff, folks. Taking their cues from Hillary Clinton, Crowell added Dems were taking cues from Hillary Clinton, who uh, that week said, quote, it's time for Twitter to stop dragging its heels and live up to the fact that its platform is being used as a tool for cyber warfare. This right here allowed Twitter to basically go, you can have whatever you want and then put pressure on all the other executives in Twitter to allow the federal government to completely take over from within the same thing that the federal government did to the social media platforms, CCP and the NWO and Klaus Schwab and all these globalists are doing to this country right now. They put all the people they needed within all the way up to the swamp, and now they are literally draining us of our resources and our security to the world. So what's going on, folks? In growing anxiety over its PR problems, Twitter formed a Russian task force to proactively self-investigate. To basically keep the government off their back, stop telling them what to do every single, single time. The Russia task force started mainly with data shared with counterparts at Facebook, centered around accounts supposedly tied to Russia Internet Research Agency, IRA, but the search, but the search for Russia, um, uh, perf- uh, basically the search for anything Russian was a dud. They couldn't find anything. They couldn't find anything at all. And remember when Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, and whoever that loser was that ran Google at that time, when they all said, we don't share information? Well, clearly they do. And Elon Musk just put it out. Clearly you do. Now, this goes on and on and on and on. But ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you that this was how it was all orchestrated, folks. This is how it was all orchestrated. And they took over. And this is why it was a blessing to be removed from Facebook. It was a blessing to be removed from Twitter, even though I'm back there now because Elon Musk is killing it over there. And this is why it was a blessing that the LFA family literally funded this growth of LFA, Live from America, into LFA TV. And that is why we say powered by the people. Truly incredible stuff. Truly incredible stuff. Now, before we move on, I'm going to talk about another sponsor again, Gold Co., ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, I don't like to do the same spiel over and over again. But you guys know what I'm going to say. How many times have you been warned about your 401k? How many times have you been warned about your own personal lives? And boom, it's on your door. The FBI came to my door during a live show of this on this network, on this play, on this page. Ladies and gentlemen, all the stuff that you fear is coming to you if it hasn't gotten to you yet. But I guarantee you any kind of savings that you've had, it's already gotten to you. So you know what to do. Put, it, put your money in places that cannot be made to be sent to Ukraine, like physical gold and silver or real estate. But if you want it to be physical gold, silver, copper, or any kind of precious metals, then have it be Gold Co. Because they're great people, they sponsor this show, and any sponsor that sponsors this show deserves at least a little bit of attention. So go to goldco.com or call 855-559-3433 today. Now, I have about three more stories, and I'm going to rush through these, and, and then I'm going to get to the big announcement at the end, and you guys are not going to want to miss this. Soda companies, pop, wherever you're from, whether you call it soda or pop, soda companies paid the NAACP 
and other groups to call their opponents racists so people would stop buying their soda. You don't think this crap isn't going on in these large corporations? You've got to be crazy, folks. You've got to be crazy. Callie Means, a former lobbyist, says that Coke, Coca-Cola, paid the NAACP to call Coke's opponents racist. He also claimed that soda companies paid to have the effects of their products look better than they already are. This includes studies that say soda doesn't cause obesity. He said, early in my career, I consulted for Coke to ensure sugar taxes failed and soda was included in food stamp funding. I say Coke's policies are so evil because I saw the inside room. The first step in playbook was played was paying the NAACP and other civil rights groups to call their opponents like Pepsi and others. Uh, um, mil- and they paid millions of dollars to call them racist. Racist. Both directly and through font, uh, front groups like the American Beverage Association. This picked up in 2011 through 2013. Who was President Barack Obama when the farm bill and the soda taxes were under consideration. The conversations inside these rooms were depressingly transactional. Quote, we, Coke, will give you, NAACP, money. You need to paint our opponents of us as racists. The efforts were successful, and the message was carried in thousands of articles between 2011 and 2013. Unbelievable, but not really. But not really. It just goes to show you the lengths that these people that are in D.C. will go to to make profit and to gain power. I don't drink soda anyway, so who cares? (laughs) I don't drink soda at all. My kids don't drink soda. They didn't grow up on soda. So when they do drink uh, a sip of soda, they absolutely hate it. Another story, ladies and gentlemen, before the last story of the day that's the big news, is the government shut down Florida's National Park after the arrival of approximately 300 illegal aliens. The federal government this week shut down a Florida National Park after 100 of illegal aliens arrived at the location unexpectedly. The National Parks Service said in a press release that Dry Tortugas National Park would be closed yesterday while law enforcement and medical personnel evaluate, provide care for, and coordinate transport to Key West for approximately 300 illegal aliens who arrived in the park over the past couple days. Wow. Talk about an invasion. The closure, which is expected to last several days, is necessary for the safety of visitors and staff because the resources and space needed to attend to the, to the migrants, to the aliens. Concession-operated ferries and seaplane services are tempo- temporarily suspended. The closure is expected to last several days. Dry Tortugas is located nearly 70 miles west of Key West, It is accessible only by boat and plane among the several islands located within the park's nautical confines in Garden Key or is Garden Key, which holds the inactive U.S. military installation of Fort Jefferson. And that is apparently where they're going to uh, set up shop. So, ladies and gentlemen, it keeps happening under Democrats and we've got to stop it. We've got to stop it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the big news of the day. Let's go ahead and show the shirt. You see the rumble symbol, ladies and gentlemen. I told you that there was a reason that we went exclusively to rumble a while back. And this is part of it. Uh, I talk with rumble executives and rumble people all day, every day. 
I help them. I help them understand things. We're changing things. As a matter of fact, I told them, why does the live chat disappear when you go to replay? Why doesn't the live chat that was there live stay when you're watching the replay? They said, oh yeah, that's a pretty good idea. And I think they're going to change it. I asked them to change the uh, plus sign when you click it to green instead of white so people knew that they already rumbled. They're going to look into that and change that. We work very heavily with Rumble because we were here before Rumble was live and they very much appreciate and value the opinions of the LFA family members. So if you have any, any suggestions whatsoever, let me know and I'll take them to them. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the big news of the day, the press release just came out today. Thank God Rumble is here. Donald Trump Jr., has signed exclusively to launch a new podcast here on Rumble called Triggered with Don Jr. Oh, I'm so excited. The highly successful businessman, best-selling author, and political commentator, and let's not forget the president's son, brings his unique brand to Triggered with Don Jr., which will be released twice a week here on Rumble. The show will stream live exclusively on Rumble and will it be available on Locals, Rumble's subscription platform, where following each episode, Don Jr. will talk li- take live questions from viewers and have all your favorite guests on. Trump Jr. said, as a big believer in free speech and diversity of thought, I couldn't be more thrilled to partner with Rumble that shares those values to launch my new podcast, Triggered with Don Jr., uh, while other big tech companies are focused on censoring dissent, Rumble is building a platform that welcomes it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are amongst friends, we are amongst powerful people, we are amongst MAGA, and we are Big Bang MAGA, and Rumble is only going to grow, and we here from the LFA family are only going to grow with it, and I was so excited to bring that news to you today, I almost peed my pants waiting. So ladies and gentlemen, let's all welcome, let's go to Donald Trump Jr.'s show, all of his podcasts, all of his platforms, all of his social media, and let's welcome him to the Rumble family as we are just getting started, as Mike Crispy likes to say. Folks, that is going to do it for Live from America tonight. I am so very happy to be here with you every single day. Folks, we had record number of viewers today on all shows, and we had record number of Rumbles as well. We're going to be adding three new shows in January, and I'm so excited. We will have nine to six programming Monday through Fridays. We will be doing rallies. We will be doing conservative events. We will be doing sports. And yes, we will even be opening up weekend shows. We are truly just getting started. Do not forget to go and download the LFA TV app on your mobile device today, right now, as we speak. Go back and rumble all of the short clip videos and the other hosts if you have not. And please go to jeremyherald.com today. You can listen. <laughs> diapers for Jeremy. Thanks, S. Rose. Uh, you can listen to all the podcasts there. You can watch past shows. You can listen to good MAGA music. I'm in the studio as we speak, writing new music as well. You know I got to keep doing music. And we're truly just getting started. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, we are a viewer-funded show. And everything that you send helps the growth of this show and this network. There are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you in the morning at 9 a.m. for the morning devotional show, Rise Up. And then political shows throughout the rest of the day. God bless each and every one of you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And keep spreading that gospel. I love you. See you in the morning. Peace.
up screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America. As long as I'm living in.